KB Estate Winery is a place where stories are created and memories made. To learn more how you can experience a setting that allows you to be inspired through delicious wine, friendly staff, exciting events, and beautiful views, please visit KB.com or simply call 509-785-3500. We really want to enjoy a wine, so when we... And I opened that. Here's a tip, too. When you open a bottle, especially a bottle of red, and especially maybe an older, not, you know, something that's built to, to drink right away, pop the cork and put your nose right up to the bottle. Right off the bat, you'll get an idea if it's bad or not. I did this on the first time I did this was on that wine. I'm like, hmm. And I poured that for Shelly, and I said, you know, okay, this should be interesting. And we both looked at each other and like, oh, boy, this does not smell good. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays, episode 51. We are blazing through the year. I think it's pretty cool. Um, But we have a lot to talk about tonight. So Shelly, happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's wine time. Hey, that time it didn't blow the socks off. You know this mic now. We don't have to go right up next to it anymore. That's true. That's true. Hey, so uh, I watched a couple of YouTube videos that uh, a sommelier d- did. And I'm following this sommelier. He's pretty fun. Um, I guess most psalms can be fun, but some can be a little stuffy. The ones we know are pretty fun, huh? Yeah, they are. Who so, was this psalm that you followed? Oh, that's a great question. Let me tell you. <laughs> The guy's name is Andre Mack, and uh, I, I found two videos on YouTube. One was uh, Sommelier Tries 20 White Wines Under $15, and then it, the other one was- um, All at once? Yeah, he just put them in a big old bucket. No, and just... I don't mean that, but I mean in the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it, it probably took two hours to shoot, and the, all these wines are behind him. But like, for instance, on this- uh, white wine one that I just pulled up. You know, you've got a Sauvignon Blanc from Marlboro, a Prosecco. Uh, there's a Pinot Gris from Cupcake. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what each of these, you know, what he rated them, but um, there's a Barefoot Pinot Gris, a Kendall Jackson Reserve Chardonnay, and of course, our favorite Yellowtail Chardonnay, which you know, interestingly enough, he did not like that at all. Thank God. I know. <laughs> I was a little worried. Um, one was a Vino Verde. And I'm like, Vino you know. Vino Verde? Vino Verde. Yeah, there's some pronunciation questions we may have. But that's actually the first one we're going to start with. Well, um, have you mentioned no, what we're talking about? No, today? we're going to do two whites on the first half of the episode and then two reds, both or all four, under $15, $15 or less. And to be honest with you, none of these we even pushed 15 I think $12.79 was the, the most. So, so if you'll, as I, you know, struggle to breathe, hand me your glass. Thank you. There is a, sh- a little pour oh for gosh, you. That's well, a lot. Oh, well, 
so fun when I'm editing these and I hear this sound. It makes me want, even it could be eight in the morning. Oh. <laughs> eight in the morning. No, when I'm editing, and I'm oh. like, I still want, do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a screw top. Yeah, it's a screw cap. The two whites are both screw. Oh, look at this. They're little bubbles. Little bubbles and definitely Granny Smith apples. Effervescent. You know, this smells like a sparkler a little bit to me. You know, the, kind of the yeasty thing you get sometimes? I don't smell that. A little bit. So um, we'll go ahead and toast to health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude and romance, and the most important. Peace on earth. And to your giggles. And your kisses. <laughs> She, she's always cringing because sometimes this mic picks up everything. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's have a taste. Very acidic. And almost puckery. Acidic. It is puckery. That's what I was going to say. It is puckery and definitely Granny Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, and some lemon. Yeah, good call on that too. We are talking less about the wineries these wines are coming from today and more about the wines and the grapes and things like that. Because our whole idea is summer wines that are 15 bucks or less. And no, we didn't do 20 whites and 20 reds. We're doing two each. (laughs) And that's going to be pushing it for us. Uh, So the grapes uh, on this, do you know what they are? What are they? I was I was hoping you would know. <laughs> it, it, it's a blend of native Portuguese grapes, and they're generally released without being aged at all. And I would, um, what's the uh, something to guess? What's that term? I would, I would, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what would. You? Oh, it's so close! It's at the tip of my tongue. Um, mustard to gather. Um, whatever it is, uh, this is what stainless steel. What are the steel. native Portuguese grapes? Venture. Venture to guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so the grapes <clears throat> native to Portugal that are used for Vino Verde, um, the vast majority of the Vino Verde um, wines that are made are white. Okay. And so these are the grapes, and these should all be grapes that you know right off the top of your head. Alvarino. 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 Oh, Alvarino. Yep. Arinto. Uh-huh. Azal. That's something everyone, everyone has every day. Aveso. <laughs> uh, Loriero. And Trajadura. Yeah, Trajadura. Yeah, so um, it's interesting, too, because these wines, although they range slightly in style, most are really um, fizzy and and dry and green fruit notes. Gee, wonder why green comes into play here. Oh, could it be the name? Verde? Verde. Yeah, so uh, there's just a lot of of fun stuff. And this is a big-time, what I like to call quaffer. Wine. In fact, all these wines are probably going to be like that tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, super crisp. This is one you could have at noon on a 
4th of July outside with friends. And I mean, this is just super fun. And it's not going to break the bank. No. I think this was 10 or 11 bucks. And broadband. Oh, yeah. Broadband. 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 Um, usually has a 1.5. Is that right? No, a one liter. A one liter. So you get like another glass in, in there. Now, we didn't get that one. This is Arca Nova. The thing that I like about Vino Verde is they're usually less alcohol. Well, let's give that a go. You want a 10.5% by volume. Nice. See? Yeah, that's and really sometimes nice. Sometimes they're even lower. Even lesser. Yep, exactly. One more sip and then we'll get into, uh-oh. Hmm. Don't worry. Rinse pour. <laughs> I don't, I could do a rinse pour, I guess. Okay. This is the 2019 Ferrari Carana Fumé Blanc. This is what I wanted you to um, talk about. The what is the grape used in the in the Fumé Blanc? It's a, a Sauvignon Blanc, and the reason it's called Fumé, which is smoke, means smoke, is because it's aged in oak barrels after fermentation. Yep, it's a very French way to. Uh, basically use the Sauvignon Blanc. And isn't it Mandavi who sort of coined that? Yeah, so Fouy Pousset is kind of where this all generated. And so Mandavi actually did the um brought that style over when he created the Fumé Blanc. Cheers. Cheers giggles. So, Ferrari Carano is a North Coast, right? California. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not going to be as tart as the Sauvignon Blanc that usually comes from New Zealand that everybody knows. It's a little grassy. bit, a little bit this more grassy. This is not the grassy one, but New mm-hmm. Zealand has more grassy. Yeah, California Fumés and Sauvignon Blancs have a different profile. <laughs> right. Um, as Shelley said, the primary difference comes after the wine has been produced and how it is aged. The Fumé Blanc is the Sauvignon Blanc that is typically aged in oak barrels after fermentation, while the Sauvignon Blanc is traditionally aged in stainless steel vats after fermentation. And it's um, uh, Puy Fumé is what I meant to say, not Puy Fusé. That didn't sound right. Yeah, I didn't. that didn't sound right at all. Puy Fumé. So Puy Fumé is a dry white wine made from Sauvignon Blanc grapes and is one of the Loire Valley's most revered. Revered. Thank you. Revered wines. Um, Paul Rever and the Raiders. No, it's Revere. <laughs> <laughs> Great band from Canada. From Canada, eh? Really? I think so. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I think you might be right. It is rivaled in this regard only by Sancerre. Just the mm. other side of the Loire River and uh, maybe Vouvray. But the, um, the Fumé, as you mentioned, is Blanc in, in Blanc. Fumé in Blanc is French for smoky. There you go. Uh, you are the, the French queen and we need you sometimes a lot to help pronounce this stuff. Uh, we are going to come back to visit these whites in a second, take a quick break. And then when we we come back, we will go into the reds, and then we'll just kind of taste through the rest of them again. Sound good? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. 
As a business owner, you realize how important it is to use the power of social media to market your business, but you really don't want to spend full-time money by hiring a full-time staff or hand over the reins to a third party to manage it. Honor your business and yourself by taking control of your social media marketing with the help of the social web inner circle. In this ever-changing world of social media, the social web inner circle will teach you social media strategies, giving you a leg up on your competition with exclusive monthly learning calls featuring national experts in social media, exclusive monthly open Q&A calls with the social web founders, an exclusive active Facebook group community where you can ask questions and receive support whenever you need it an exclusive monthly print newsletter mailed to your home or office, and more. You owe it to your business to make 2021 the best year ever, and using social media the proper way will vault you toward that goal. Visit thesocialweb.news for more information and to see how unbelievably affordable the inner circle is. The Social Web and the Social Web Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Welcome back to Wine Time Fridays. You know, if you've been following the tournament, last Saturday... Well, what that was a, a good game. It was a great game. It was amazing. The last second buzzer beater that Jalen um, Suggs so, th- threw up, literally, I mean, in, to knock UCLA out of the tournament. And then on Monday, they laid a pretty good egg. Baylor just came with... So much everything, so much more everything, energy, legs, energy. Did I mention energy? Mm -hmm. They were all over the place. And so Gonzaga kind of didn't do so well. But uh, great season. They went 31 and 1, I think. I think it's 31 and 1. That's pretty good. Um, And, yeah, they should be proud of it. Anyway. Uh, that was a that was a tough one to watch. It was a really tough one to watch. Uh, and I'm gonna pour. So, what do you want me to pour first? Do you want me to pour the pour the Barbera de Alba or the bar of uh, the Quartarone? The Barbera de Alba. Beautiful. So this is a very easy drinking wine from Italy. He always asks me the tough questions, by the way. Which ones did I ask? What would you like me to pour first? Well, I could ask you a question that you don't have don't like the answer for. Do you want to do the opening next? No. <laughs> you hate that question. You're like, hell no. Okay, so what do you get in this? Red wine. There's a little bit of this that smells like that one wine that we had this week. No, it does not. Not that bad. Hmm. Interesting. It's nice. Let's uh, toast it up to your giggles. Your kisses. So if somebody asked you, it's good. It's got beautiful color. It does. Something, somebody asked you, Two questions. One, what is the grape in this? And two, what is the difference between between Barbera de Asti and Barbera de Alba? Would you have an answer? I might. 
Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. Please impart your wisdom. <laughs> Barbera Diaba is produced in much less quantity than the Barbera Diasti um, because in in the Alba they tend to dedicate more space to the um, the Barbaresco and the Barolo. Barolo. So we Nebbiolo. see those more often in the stores. Oh, the Asti designate. More? No. Oh, the Alba. Okay, gotcha. So this region has got a little bit more dedication towards – that's why it's lower quantities because they are dedicating more to the Nebbiolo and and things like that. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Interesting. So Barbera di Alba has a darker color. It's a beautiful color. It is. And a fuller body and more intense and tangy fruit. Although, well, I don't get a lot of fruit, but we did open this spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> a couple nights ago. <laughs> so this is like the third night of this. It's really holding up well. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so the grape is Barbera. Uh, again, very, very easy drinking. Perfect for summer. If you don't want to go, you know, like a Pinot Noir, especially the cost of like a Pinot, it'd be a little bit more medium body. This is just easy drinking, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Love it. Nice cherries. Yeah. Those. Dark cherries. Yeah. Yeah. Bing cherries. Love it. Love it. And then the last one we're going to pour. It's uh, a Cote A Cote And I'll just do this. Lean way over here. Be careful. Be careful. That's what Katie is to say, Big Hawka. Katie's her daughter, mm-hmm. who has a cuter-than-a-button son, Alex. Are we calling him Alex or Alexander? Alex. Now I have to put a mention in that we mentioned Katie. That's I'll put true. it on social media and she'll yell at us. But also, Tyler's son, Jack, had his first birthday this week. That's actually last couple, week. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, not a couple, just like last. That's and he just turned one. One. Smash the cake party. Yes, that was cute. In a big old a big cowboy thing, right? I had to wear plaid. That's no, it wasn't want. plaid. What did I call it? What do we call it? It was plaid. I, I don't really have like cowboy <laughs> shirt. So I wore my Diva Dudes um Paul Bunyan. Uniform. <laughs> I should have won my suspenders. I should. Anyway, we did that on Zoom. That was a lot of fun. This is a Coderon. And the Coderon um, has generally three-ish grapes, uh, Grenache, Syrah, and Mavedra, which we had a couple weeks ago. Right. Which is also a very easy drinking. And a lot of... Uh, U.S. wines will blend these three because they really work well together, and they just flat out just call them GSM. <laughs> Much easier to say. <laughs> Much easier to say. <laughs> uh, should we go ahead? It's our last toast. It's um, oh, the far one. There we go. And here we just go. Just toast peace on earth. Peace on earth. We could use it. We not going there. Yeah, that's good stuff. 
It is good. Nice. All of these just super More easy. More tannins on this one than the uh, the Barbera di Alba. So the we the three the four wines that we've tried tonight is the Arca Nova, Vino Verde, or Vino Verde. I, just Vino Verde is always what I call it. Very effervescent, very crisp, very clean. 10.5 alcohol. We have the Ferrari Corano Fumé Blanc, which is, I believe it's probably 100% uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Can you read the, I think it's 13.5. 13.8. 13.8. They really whittled, whittled that down. 13.8% alcohol by volume. The Barbera de Alba, and I always want to say the Asti, but it's de Alba. We did a Barbera de Asti way back in episode three. That's a long time ago. A long time ago. Uh, This has got a 13.5 alcohol. And then the Coderon has an alcohol of 14.5. So we really... Progressed. We need to do goats do rum. Yeah. So one of the fun wines play, you know, there's so many ways of choosing a wine that you don't know. Generally, the label for those that don't know wines, it's like, well, this looks like a fun label. And another one is name. <laughs> goats do rum. That is uh, oh, the the grapes used in a Coderone. And yet they... Uh, they they made a ghost to Rome. And actually, it's pretty good wine. It's not bad wine at all. No. So it's one of the kind of a gimmick or a novelty name that actually has quality in the bottle. Uh, if I were to name number 51, and she's like, I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. Really? Okay. How about this? Bone-crushing linebacker for the Chicago Bears that never played in a Super Bowl. This is old school. <laughs> number 51. I wouldn't know. Dick Butkiss. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the mask? The guy's name was Stanley Ipkiss. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so Dick Butkiss, yeah, number 51. But more importantly, and Chris Cochran will absolutely know a Mariner who's number 51. You ready? Mm -hmm. Ichiro Suzuki. Oh, really? Ichiro is number 51. That's such a large number for a baseball person. I think Randy Johnson was 51, too. Yeah. Randy Johnson wore number 51 also. And actually, I should have started with him because he uh, really spearheaded a lot of the Mariners. I know you're an Angels fan, all that fun stuff. Um, (laughs) What else do we got? Coming up, we are taking a trip down south to Clearwater Canyon and hoping to interview the winemakers of Clearwater Canyon. And if you're listening to this podcast in Idaho or Washington, uh, Boise, any of these areas in the Pacific Northwest or just the Northwest region of the United States, find Clearwater Canyon wines. They're really good. And pick up a Carmenere. (laughs) And they have a Cab Franc, don't they? But Rosalie likes their Chardonnay. Rosalie likes any Chardonnay. <laughs> she doesn't like red wine. She puts ice cubes in them. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to, that's going to be a great uh, mention there. <laughs> Although I think Stormy is going to have to show her this. Anyway, we digress. So, uh, yes, that's coming up. 
you want to read some wines that we had this week? So wines we had this week. Yalumba Bush Vine Grenache. Samuel's Garden Collection. Yeah, so there's different gardens, apparently. Wow. Um, or different people that have, who knows. But this is Samuel's <laughs> Garden Collection. And that was that was okay. It wasn't anything off the charts, but. Uh, Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc. So there's your New Zealand yep. Sauvignon Blanc. Very tart, grapefruity, yep. Misha's Vineyard Riesling. We like that. We did, and that's um, Gary Vaynerchuk's selection. And, and his daughter's name. Daughter's name. Yeah. And the Domaine de Mimosas Grand Van de Bordeaux. Yeah. What'd you think of that one? That's a good question. <laughs> I can tell you exactly what you thought of it. This wine is corked. <laughs> that wine was corked. That's very sad. It was very sad. It smelled like old apples that used to be in a box way too long. When I say wet underwear, <laughs> what? <laughs> I just damp, wet, and it was super flat and flabby. And we, something you got to know, we really want to enjoy a wine. So when we and I opened that, here's a tip too that I learned from this guy, the psalm on the YouTube. When you open a bottle, especially a bottle of red, and especially maybe an older, not you know something that's built to to drink right away. Pop the cork and put your nose right up to the bottle. Right off the bat, you'll get an idea if it's bad or not. I did this on the first time I did this was on that wine. I'm like, hmm. And mm-hmm. I poured that for Shelly and I said, you know, here this should be interesting. And we both looked at each other and like, oh, boy, this does not smell good. <laughs> and then we tasted it. It really wasn't much better. And we gave it a go. We, I mean, we gave it some time and all of this. And I actually brought it to a sommelier that we know. And he's like, we're supposed to like this. It's supposed to be really, really good. Yeah. We're losing confidence in Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, there are good wines that we get from him, too. It's the ones that we don't like. You're like, well, but wait a minute. We're paying for really good wines. So Mm -hmm. why don't we like these? Anyway. uh, They're corked. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're corked. Uh, So those are the wines that we had this week. Uh, Next week, we'll be tasting two Malbecs in honor of World Malbec Day. Do you happen to know when World Malbec Day is? It's a week from tomorrow, Uh April 17th, World Malbec Day. We still have that one with Phil Marchand coming up where he's going to be creating music based off the wines he is tasting. That's going to be really fun. It's going to be so fun. And that's also the same episode as International Cava Day. So we will be drinking through four wines again. He will be in Kansas, though. We will be in sunny Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And we hope, hope it's sunny. that we can start recording outside here really soon. It's still mid-50s, and it's we did have some days outside, and they're just so delightful. Too. And then they get a I little, think, too. They get a little chilly. Anyway, uh, anything else that you have? I have nothing else. With just a little bit of knowledge... Just a little bit. Wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. See you next week, or we'll talk to you next week. Have an awesome weekend, and go Zags. We have news for you. Wine needn't be intimidating, or boring either. Let sommelier and wine buyer for the Culinary Stone, Trevor Treller, help you in selecting wines that deliver the best quality-to-price ratio. The wine regions of the world 
and our own country can offer up these glorious bang-for-the-buck items and some special occasion premium bottles too. Let us guide you in your search for that perfect bottle of wine. If you have any questions, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4116. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. eggs they're already gone (laughs) (laughs) that's why i say goes eggs off you go bye-bye